You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. Bikers Against Child Abuse, BACA, exists with the intent to create a safer environment for abused children. We exist as a body of bikers to empower children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. We stand ready to lend support to our wounded friends by involving them with an established, united organization. We work in conjunction with local and state officials who are already in place to protect children. We desire to send a clear message to all involved with the abused child that this child is part of our organization and that we are prepared to lend our physical and emotional support to them by affiliation and our physical presence. We stand at the ready to shield these children from further abuse. We do not condone the use of violence or physical force in any manner. However... If circumstances arise such that we are the only obstacle preventing a child from further abuse, we stand ready to be that obstacle. If you'd like to know more about BACA, please visit our website at bacaworld.org or call 1-866-71-ABUSE. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy, feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests. And without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at www.wwf.org love. Every day, Mark fights retinitis pigmentosa, a blinding retinal disease. But even while his vision is taken, his family gives him hope. Because whether he's helping run their business or enjoying time at home with his wife and sons, Mark knows he's not fighting alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding diseases, providing real hope to those fighting vision loss. And our nationwide community of local chapters provides networking and support for people with vision loss, as well as their loved ones. Because the best way to fight against blinding diseases is to fight together. And for Mark, winning the fight against vision loss means being there for his family. The Foundation Fighting Blindness. Together, we're winning. Learn more about how you can help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. My suit can still make an impression. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Fox True Crime Labor Day special. I'm Emily Campagno. At its height... The Bonanno crime family was one of the most formidable crime syndicates in the United States. When a jewel thief by the name of Donnie Brasco arrived to the streets of New York's Little Italy in 1976, members of the Bonanno family made the decision to bring him into their organization. Little did they know, that man was FBI undercover agent Joe Pistone. Joe Pistone's infiltration of the Bonanno crime family is remembered as one of the most dangerous undercover operations in FBI history. 
Joe joins me to share how it all began with the Bureau and to give an inside look into his undercover work with the infamous Operation Sun Apple. I joined the FBI in 1969 under Mr. Hoover. And being a kid from Patterson, New Jersey, you know, I mean, I was just basically, you know, grew up on the streets. When I say that, I mean, you know, not with a silver spoon in my mouth. So upon joining the FBI, I was in naval intelligence and uh, I had what they call, you know, a lot of street smarts. So I was I wouldn't say a a natural, but at an early age into the FBI, I, I start doing undercover work. You know, I would buy stolen art or stocks and bonds and stuff like that. And it was maybe a one or two day deal. And I became proficient at it. And then we started to get into long term operations. And uh, at, at one point in time, I was asked uh, if I would uh, attempt to infiltrate a, a, a car theft ring and what these individuals were doing, they were operating up and down the East Coast. They actually were operating out of Florida. And uh, what they would do is uh, an individual would come go to them and they would order a car. And this ring would go to the car lot and actually steal it. Well, the, the FBI in, in, in Florida had a case going. They had a, an opportunity to get an undercover agent into the operation and I was selected. I was able to infiltrate this group, and I worked that for a year and a half, stealing, stealing automobiles. But that was how we got into. Uh, I got into the long-term operations, and I felt comfortable in these operations again because uh, I grew up in an all-Italian neighborhood. So when you grow up in a neighborhood, you know who the wise guys are. You know who the gangsters are. You don't interact with them. You know you're a kid growing up and. Everybody in the neighborhood knows knows who's who. And I was able to, you know, interact with individuals, interact with these individuals without judging them. And I think in all my years undercover, I think that's what made me successful is I never judged the gangsters. My whole mindset was you're a gangster and you were a gangster before I got here. You're going to be a gangster when I'm here. And you're going to be a gangster when you go to jail and when you get out of jail. That's not my problem. I'm not a social worker. I'm not here to reform you. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was successful in infiltrating the uh, the mafia. And focusing on that operation for a moment, Sun Apple, the infamous Donnie Brasco operation that the world around knows. So you volunteered to infiltrate the Bonanno crime family. And you started um, with the Colombo family, actually, and it sort of took about six months to get into and to infiltrate then the Bonanno crime family. And originally, the FBI anticipated this being about a six-month operation. And as you said, it turned into several years. So can you talk about for us and share, at what point did you realize that this would be so much longer? And at what point did you appreciate the investment, the long time investment and the life that that really you are subsuming within this operation? Yes, uh, most uh, well, all undercover operations are basically funded on six month increments. And then if you're making progress, they refund it. If you're not making progress, they disband uh, the operation. Uh, 
I was lucky in that I was working out of New York office of the FBI and uh, New York office of the FBI at the time kind of <laughs> kind of operated independently from FBI headquarters. So that was one strike in my favor. And uh, we went into this operation without any contacts. And what I mean by that is uh, we had nobody introduce me to anybody. The, the premise was we knew bars and restaurants that these individuals hung out in. And uh, the idea was for me to just get my face seen, get known, and hopefully integrate this way. After the first six months, I basically had no, I mean, I, I knew people, you know, just from listening to conversations, but I, I really made no inroads. And then I finally was able to uh, get in conversation with a bartender. And after becoming friendly with him, it took several several weeks to, you know, to get in any conversation with him. Uh, I started going out to after hours joints uh, when he closed up the gambling houses, uh, after hours gambling houses that were run by the mafia. And uh, he finally introduced me to individuals. And one of them was a Colombo guy out, out of uh, Brooklyn. And uh, so I first started hanging out with the Colombos in Brooklyn, became involved with them for several months. And then uh, I had a problem with, with two individuals that were in his crew where I got into a physical confrontation with them. And uh, I knew that I couldn't go back there because this physical confrontation would have escalated. So I I just told this individual that, you know, I don't think I, I should be coming out here anymore. And he understood. Uh, but I had also met some Bonanno individuals at this after-hour gambling joint. And uh, one of the individuals was a person by the name of Tony Mira, who was a main guy in the Bonanno family who had just recently been released from prison. He actually started to introduce me into, uh, into the Bonanno family. He eventually went back to jail. And uh, one of the individuals who I met was an individual named uh, Lefty Ruggiero and uh, became pretty entrenched in the Bonanno family. And I became so trusted by the Bonanos that I was able to, uh, the FBI had, two different, two other undercover operations going on, one in Florida and one out in Milwaukee. And uh, I became so uh, trusted by the Bananos that over the course of several months, I was able to marry up the Bananos with the family in Milwaukee and also with the family in Florida to conduct illegal activities. So during this time, when I first uh, got into the Bananos, Carmine Galenti was, was the boss of the family. There was a, a beef going on. Uh, they killed Carmine Galenti. And uh, I was actually with Ruggiero at that time, close to Ruggiero. And uh, we were under a capo by the name of Mike Sabella. After they killed uh, Galenti, they moved uh, myself and Ruggiero out to Brooklyn under a a new capo by name of Sonny Black Napolitano. And I became very close and tight with Sonny Black Napolitano. And uh, that's how I got to marry up the uh, Bananos with uh, Santo Traficante out of Florida. And I became, like I said, uh, became so trusted by the Bananos that I was actually proposed for membership in the family. 
But there was a war going on in the Bonanno family for takeover of the family. The new boss was a fellow by the name of Russell Ristelli, who was actually in, a, in jail at the time. And it was a faction of the, of the Bonanos that weren't on the side of Rusty. So the side I was on, which was with Sonny Black and another capo by the name of Joey Messina, they killed the three capos that wanted to take over the family. I had been given a contract to kill one of the individuals that didn't show. Four guys actually were supposed to show it at a meeting. One of them didn't show and Sonny Black gave me the contract to kill him. And that's basically started the end of the operation uh, because I had a contract to kill somebody. And there was a shooting war going on now with, within the family. So uh, I was due to become a made guy, be inducted into the Bananos in December. But uh, the FBI pulled the operation July 27th. So basically, you know, I mean, it's that's condensing this story, but, you know, a lot went on in six years. So I was with them. Uh, the whole operation was a six year operation. Uh, and it was basically the downfall of the mafia as we know it, uh, as we know it today. To hear my full conversation with Joe Pistone, tune into the episode Bean Donnie Brasco, Joe Pistone Tells All. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. I'm Emily Campagno, and this has been the Fox True Crime Special, Inside America's Most Shocking Crimes. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Markets are closed in observance of Labor Day, but retailers hope to see green with one last summer holiday blowout. While inflation and high interest rates are cutting into family budgets, appliance makers are betting it's time for many people to replace big appliances such as washers, refrigerators, and ranges. Many deals are right from the manufacturer. Samsung and LG are both offering discounts on their smart electric ranges with savings as much as $1,000. Best Buy, Lowe's, and the Home Depot are also offering appliance discounts of 40%. 
Ashley Furniture is offering up to 50% off both outdoor furniture and clearance products. And Wayfair is cutting prices on some items up to 70%. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Starting August 22nd, the U.S. dollar may have new competition from a new global super currency backed by Russia and China. And if the dollar plummets, your retirement could follow. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I recommend a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. I encourage you to act. Before August 22nd, text SHELTER to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold. Get the free KPEL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Broadbridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Spirit is tested. Fox News. I'm Therese Crowley. About 70,000 people still stranded by mud in the Nevada desert at the annual Burning Man event. Two months worth of monsoon rain fell in two days, turning the dry lake bed into six inches of clinging mud. Fox Weather's Max Gordon. In Gerlach, Nevada, just south of the event. Some people have already gotten out via vehicle or some even by foot, but tens of thousands of people remain stranded right now. This after monsoon rains hit the festival, leading to flash flooding. It closed roads around Burning Man, and the Pershing County Sheriff's Office confirmed that they are investigating one death that was reported during the rain event. Officials haven't provided many details about the death, but said the victim's family had been notified. Organizers say that mobile cell trailers have been placed around the event to boost cell signal. Sanitation trucks are now running to ensure portable toilets are clean and that contracted firefighters and EMS workers will now remain on site for two extra days. And President Biden making an early bird return from the Delaware Beach and he is in Philadelphia for the Labor Day parade. Asked by reporters a couple minutes ago says he's not worried about an auto worker strike until it happens. Well, Biden versus Trump in 2024. The latest Wall Street Journal poll finds a 46-46 split. Despite all his legal travails, former President Trump is still very popular. And he's, in fact, pulled even with President Biden in recent polling. And in, given what we know about polling, you know, they tend to skew Democratic. Dead even, the latest Wall Street Journal poll, could mean the Democrat is behind. And that will no doubt set off alarm bells inside the Biden campaign, which, of course, begs the question, will Joe Biden, who is 80 be there when the ballots are all counted? The White House continues to insist President Biden will be the nominee for the Democrats. Wall Street Journal also finds a 46-point gap between Trump and DeSantis. America's listening to Fox. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks VapoCool Drops. Yeah, Vicks VapoCool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks VapoCool Drops. Starting August 22nd, the U.S. dollar may have new competition from a new global super currency backed by Russia and China. And if the dollar plummets, your retirement could follow. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I recommend a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, 
Get a free info kit on gold by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. I encourage you to act before August 22nd. Text SHELTER to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold now. President Biden made a quick trip to Florida Saturday to survey damage from Hurricane Adalia, but didn't meet up with presidential rival Ron DeSantis. Fox Weather's Katie Byrne has more from Cedar Key, Florida. Power restoration and cleanup are the biggest priorities on the ground in some of these coastal towns that got hit so hard by storm surge. It's delicate work for crews trying to restore power to all of the people impacted across the state of Florida. Here in Cedar Key, some people say they have power back in some places, but if your home has a first floor with outlets that were at one time underwater dealing with water damage, you don't have power back all the way through just yet. In Cedar Key, Florida, Katie Byrne. Fox weather. DeSantis said a meetup with the president could hinder disaster response efforts. President Biden will travel to the G20 summit in India later this week, where he'll sit down with leaders of the 19 nations and the European Union about the global economy. But one leader who will not be there is Chinese President Xi Jinping. China's premier will attend in his place. Afterwards, Biden will head to Vietnam. His the U.S. tries to strengthen relations. A top Ukraine military leader is being shown the door as the country continues its battle against Russian invasion forces. Fox's Gernal Scott. President Volodymyr Zelensky says he will replace current defense minister Alexei Resnikov with a Crimean lawmaker, Rustem Umarov. According to Zelensky, the move is to infuse new ideas and interaction into the war effort. Resnikov has guided forces since the war beginnings. Umarov is no stranger to Russian interaction, having been part of negotiations to free prisoners of war and movement of Ukraine citizens from occupied areas. Zelensky announced the move on social media as Russian drones attacked sites in the Odessa region Sunday. I'm Therese Crowley. This is Fox News. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James. Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Hey, folks, real quick before I get to my friend Bernie Pinsonat, we talk a little bit, little bit of polling that's going on and how they come up with some of the stuff they do and get his take on it because he's been a professional pollster for a long time, most of his life. I do want to mention J&J Exterminator. You know, they're the, they, they, they take care of everybody, commercial businesses. They take care of your home. They can get you taken care of. Well, you don't have to worry about them pests. You better have somebody that can come look for termites and, and get rid of those pests. And they're the ones to do it. They really do a wonderful job. They're most the biggest independent, biggest independent exterminating company in the state of Louisiana. And they can they are in your area. You can go to their website, go to J and J, just Google it, pull it up, and they will let you know what they can do for you. And they've got really got a great team, a great service, over five hundred employees. They've even they're like most people, they expanded in Texas now. There's a couple of locations in Texas. Uh, just west of Shreveport. So J&J Exterminated, not only in Louisiana, expanded in Texas, but, hey, I trust them. I've been knowing Bobby John and them for 20-something years. These are the real people, and they want to make sure you're a satisfied customer. That's what they aim for, to make sure they're taking care of you. J&J Exterminated. Let's jump gears. Mr. Bernie Pinsonat joins us. Bernie, how you doing? Good morning, man. It is great to have you, have you with us today, Bernie, as we... We go through that time of year, Bernie, where it's election season. And, uh, uh, you know, just your thoughts. Let's do this first because I want to get into some, some, some polling that just happened about where the state's headed. And, and, uh, and then they had a poll that had Edwards. Every poll I saw is 39 to 42. The advocate to the rescue puts him at 54. Oh, before I get to all that, uh, just go over what you think about the governor's race so far. Has it been boring? Is it going to pick up? Is it not Labor Day? Just your thoughts on it and what you see right now. Well, you got to start with uh, why Jeff's ahead, why he's doing so well. Um, he's run, I guess you'd say he has a juggernaut of a campaign. Uh, he came out with uh, critical endorsements by key people, uh, congressmen, former congressmen, money people, uh, money people in New Orleans, money people in Baton Rouge, money people all over the state. Uh, then he uh, follows that up with the Republican Party of Louisiana. Uh, he's got DAs. He's got sheriffs. He's got uh, individuals. He's got local Republican, they call them RPECs and uh, East Baton Rouge Parish Republican uh endorsed him. I think he got, I think it's being announced, Livingston. So, and then he comes up with uh, Cassidy. So every week or two weeks, he's got some new momentum builder keeping his campaign in the news, but also the the endorsements or telling people that that a lot of people like him, a lot of people trust him, a lot of people think he'll be make a great governor, and that's his campaign. And it's it's the the poll results is nothing but a reflection of of his campaign and how well he put it together and how well it's functioning and how well it 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 has taken what it's worked to get and converted that into uh, substantial poll numbers. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the rest of them have spent 
most of them have spent a million dollars at least. And if you look at the surveys, uh, less than half the people know them. Mm-hmm. So they can complain about uh, Jeff all they want, but their campaigns are anemic, pathetic, bad, whatever you want to say. They had the same opportunities. They didn't pull it off. He did. Uh, they're they're okay people, but to sit around and say that Jeff's an insider because he got uh, he got every basically every important endorsement in Louisiana, and to say he's an he's a insider because of that is ludicrous. And yeah, I just don't see that working. I think the people are very comfortable with Jeff right now with what he's put together and the people that are surrounding him. Remember, his campaign uh, has put together, again, a large number of influential groups, people, whatever else, and they've said, we like Jeff, we think he should be governor. Well, that's why he's doing so well. It's not so much Jeff is out there telling us what he's going to do and all those. These people say, "Whatever, whatever needs to be done, we think Jeff's the guy. And that's all this... His campaign has been able to convince people Jeff is the right person to face the challenges the ch- challenges that Louisiana faces. Just pure and simple. His campaign is brilliant. I could I could go and find a hundred adjectives and it would all say the same thing. His campaign is well structured. It was put together. It's put together a lot of effort, and it is it has produced results. Their campaigns have basically produced zero results yeah. or minor, minor, minor results. Let me ask you a question. How much you you know? I'm gonna say this. You may not more answer, but I'm gonna ask you. How much will a John George's devil advocate play in it? Because you know they're not gonna sit back. They'll say stuff, make up stuff, uh, pound. Uh, they hate Jeff. Uh, Will that play in anything? Do they have that kind of pull? Because it looks like they helped uh, Bell Edwards, and they helped him for eight years, never challenged him on anything that should have been challenged on. I'm just kind of curious your thoughts of, 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 okay, the reason I'm bringing that up is, will they change the dynamics of the race, or will a candidate have to change the dynamics of the race? Well, again, newspapers are supposed to enlighten people about facts or or incidents or or positions a candidate takes and their job is to report those and uh, let let it the chips fall where they may as we say so the the as it stands today with what's happened and what's available and what everybody's talking about they can run a bu- bunch of editorials they can they can do nitpicking stories but you know there's too much there's too much positive out there going against what they're saying you can't sit there and say that that congressman and a senator and a party and local parties and local political individuals and all those people jeff's not out there by himself he's out there with a lot of uh a lot of support so you've got to, you've got to, the, what the paper, the paper can do that, but I don't see why it would, why it would make any difference if the paper has something that's, that is a revelation that people would be 
would uh, lose support, Jeff will leave support something that he's done. We're talking about another word, but just but just being against him because you don't like his philosophy. The average person doesn't care about that. You look at Louisiana, the average person doesn't care about MSNBC in Louisiana, the majority. They don't care about CBS, NBC. They rail against Trump every day. Has has Trump lost any support in Louisiana? No. No, no, No. not at all. Good point. Bernie Pinsonat, who's uh, been a a poster for a long, long time, and uh, Bernie's still involved. And uh, Bernie, the... I saw a poll the other day, and you know I've had it with this governor, me personally. And uh, but my question to you is: every poll I've seen had Edwards thirty nine, forty two, low forties on a good day. And so you see a poll that's run by the devil's advocate. It was Ron Fauchet's poll. Let's just be blunt. And got Edwards at fifty four. I I made the prediction they would come out with a poll that would show him this. I knew they were going to do something. But your thoughts on that, because that's kind of an outlier poll. Am I wrong by saying well, it's a big-time yeah. outlier poll? Because you saw the poll that was run. It said 24% of the people I've, think we I've, headed in the right direction. I ran one uh, with with, uh, with Greg Ringmer in New Orleans, and we, we did a, a mood of Louisiana after the legislative session and other stuff. And one of the things that came out of it, and it's shown in other polls, that Louisiana, uh, the vast majority of Louisiana voters are are uh, not pleased with the direction of the state. The, the poll I was in, 24% of Louisiana, only 24% of Louisiana thought Louisiana was heading in the right direction. What was it, 70% of the, the, the uh, electorate gave the legislature DNF? There was nothing in that poll that was good. Now we didn't we didn't poll the governor. He's going out, but one of the things I do know that's interesting that that poll didn't have anything about. Maybe it did, but they didn't produce it. But how could you not? How could you do a poll and not ask about conditions in Louisiana or what do you think about this? So it's very. It would be very. Let's put it this way. It would be very unusual, based on the surveys I've seen. People aren't happy with the direction of Louisiana. People aren't happy with the direction of uh, the country. People aren't happy with whatever. So does does is Biden sitting there at fifty five percent? No, he's sitting there at thirty nine percent or whatever he is. If people aren't happy with what's going on, the person who is ultimately in charge, generally, and this is just common sense, generally is not going to be popular. That's- he's in charge. If people. You you can't sit there and say everybody's unhappy, but they really like John Bell Edwards. Well, that's a pretty good stretch. I don't. I've never seen that, or it's very unusual. So, I don't know. Uh, one of the things was I do know that polls are showing people are unhappy with the direction. Now, if he's able to avoid that, he would be rare. Yeah. Yeah. Hold, hold your thought, Bernie. Bernie Pinson. I would come back and do another segment with Bernie Pinson. A bit on polling, what's going on. I just wanted to bring on a pro that absolutely understands what he's reading instead of just throwing numbers out there. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us, an eighth-generation Louisianan, LSU Tiger, wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. 
Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. 70% of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20%. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Do you struggle? Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth management hotline if you'd like to be part of the program. Bernie Pinsonat, my special guest. You know, Bernie, you were you were talking about how if 24% believe you're headed in the right direction, how does a governor get to 54 when you know in our state everything's tied to the governor? And, you know, I just think that was a show, Paul. I predicted they would do that. Uh, you know, people are disappointed, and I, I'm hoping and praying that we're going to elect the right governor. And hoping and praying we'll elect the right senators and representatives because they become important too, real important. Well, the last crowd goes out as probably the most unpopular legislature uh, that we've we've seen in 30 years. Um, those the the numbers were incredibly bad. Uh, the way they handled the budget, the Pelosi style. Uh, government that the Republicans enacted, by the way. People say, I'm not critical of Republicans. Give me a break. I, I, I kick Republicans' butts as much as I kiss anybody. But so we had Republicans who decided to emulate Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And if you're, a, if you're part of the last legislature and you don't get what I'm saying, then you really shouldn't have been elected to start with. You copied, emulated, and caused a budget to be uh, passed without anybody being able to find out what was in it. And now that we're finding out what's in it, I'm not surprised. We'll find out that 70 plus percent of it is a waste of money. All of it is junk. Same thing we've been doing forever. So, um, 
bottom line is, uh, why would people think the state's going in the right direction? By the way, I did see an interview with uh, with Edwards saying he didn't disagree with the poll results, only 24% of the state. Uh, and he thought it, it, his quote was, it is what it is. So if the state is doing that poorly and, and you have some type of leadership, uh, how would you not be affected? That's the only quizzical thing I thought about it. And then, of course, the thing about Trump, him being more popular than Trump, will go down as maybe the one of the silliest statements in the history of polling. Donald Trump, whether you, whether you like him or not, I don't know if anyone in Louisiana doesn't think that that the popularity of Donald Trump is mind-boggling. He sets he sets every time he he runs. He got more votes the first time he won than Edwards and Bitter got. He got more votes than Eddie. If you took them, I think if you combined them, there was more. Killed. It was more votes so, than they were combined. That's, that's how you say it. That's exactly yeah. right, Bernie. Yeah, and you might you, you, you literally could take. Two governor's races. So to say that he's more popular without, you know, that's kind of, to, to say the least, that's uh, yeah, but that was But that was done on purpose, Bernie, uh, because now the media will keep repeating he's at 54%. And uh, that, that doesn't make any sense, like you said. Well, it, well, I don't think the public cares. If you're, if you're involved in campaigns right now, and you're polling local elections, mm -hmm. and you have that race in it. There's no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not interested in attacking him because of polls. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, if you're polling and you're involved in a lot of local, a lot of House and Senate races, if you have, I'll tell you this much. I don't know of any candidates running an ad saying Governor Edwards endorsed me. <laughs> now they're running, a hell, a, they're running a hell of a lot of ads. That's a great point. They're running a hell of a lot of ads across Louisiana saying, "I'm a Donald Trump disciple. Yeah. I'm a Donald Trump whatever." Yep. Uh, that, that's I mean, a great it's point. Donald Trump. Donald Trump dominates Louisiana. Yeah, period. That, that is in a, every aspect, political. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And I think if Edwards ran against Trump in our state, he'd get waxed. So look, I just wanted you to make the point of what you just made. That is no way. That many people believe we headed in the wrong direction. And all of a sudden, look up at the guy that's been leading this for the last eight years because they can't give us one accomplishment, not one, that we've gotten better in. Not one, Bernie. And that's sad because we got so many good people here. Bernie, i got about 30 seconds left. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think we covered the, the old waterfront. Uh, like I said, one of the things they didn't have in that poll, which was surprising, why didn't you have the public's opinion about state government and how it's doing. Do they think it's, are they proud of it? Are they, they uh, think it's failing them? I mean, that's just a standard question in any statewide poll on the governor's race or any of any kind of political matters that you're trying to gauge. You got to start with, are people happy with their government? Yeah. And point. I didn't see that question. Good point. Bernie Pence. Bernie, we'll do it again soon. God bless. Thank you. Later. All right. When we get back, Tim Metcalf, Prejean's, and Dino's, we'll tell him what we got. Because when he got here, there was nothing else for him to look at. We'll be right back.
When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified, Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. Hey folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I'm a teacher. I make more. Make more. Teach. Visit teach.org. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. Hey, folks, don't forget my good friends at Shucks. Oh, shucking good. Man, I love me some Shucks. If you hadn't been to Shucks in Abbeville, you had never been to Shucks. I'm just telling you right now. David and Bert... David and Bird do a wonderful job with the seafood, all fresh caught right there off the boats, right down the road from where they at their restaurant. You want fresh seafood, really good fresh seafood? You need to go check them out. Try to, every time somebody goes and say, Brandon, I think I did this with you. What, what's, what's good to try? And Brandon said, well, I'll try that shucks stacker. Yep. Shrimp, fish, mm-hmm. crab, everything piled on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Was that sucker good or what? That sucker is amazing, <laughs> but I would personally recommend the shuck and flounder. Oh, uh, I love the second flounder. But they got that. They got all mm-hmm. your big fried seafoods, the raw oysters, the fried oysters, poor boys. They got it all at Shucks. You don't know what you're missing. You can be a big group. You can be a ball team coming through. Shucks and Abbeville. Ah, I love me some Shucks. You will, too. The uh, Everybody's still sending me all the stuff on the mass stuff. Look, this is what we live in. We live in a time when they know they can use the media to scare people. And... Uh, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't keep telling people and trying to teach people that masks and all these mandates are absolutely nonsense in this country if we're going to remain free. But if we all don't want to be free and we're going to let all these illegals come in here 
We don't want to be free. We head in the right direction. We head in the right direction. So I'm I'm getting all the information that y'all getting, and I think it's absolutely silly as hell, but it's also controlling, and that's what people want to do. Uh, let me throw this out of the way. Psycho Bill. Psych- I just wish Psycho Bill Cassidy would shut up. You know what I think part of this thing is with Cassidy coming out spanking, spanking Trump? You ready, Brandon? I'm, I'm going to give you a theory. It's only a theory. See how close I am. So Psycho Bill comes out and, and does what? Endorses who? Jeff Landry. Mm-hmm. This made his friends. Psycho, that's what psychos do. They make everybody mad. This made his friends, the Neville Landry crowd, the liberal Republican crowd, the devil's advocate. They are livid with him. Livid with him. Okay? This is just a theory. So I think what Psycho had to do was go, you know, let me just let them and assure them that I still don't like Trump. So he comes up with this I hate Trump thing because guess what it made, Brandon? It was on CNN. It was in the devil's advocate. It was on a TV screen. We ran it on a news feed today. He got what he wanted. He got what he wanted saying, you people that got mad at me about Donald Trump, I still don't like him. I still want him out the way because I'm not a conservative. And I think what Psycho Bill is doing, he's playing on both sides now. Do, 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 do. That's, that, that's him. Look at that mug shot. Does that not look <laughs> like something that, be, that ought to be on TV in a late night movie? So that's my theory, Brandon. I think he did it to get a little credibility back with the people who loved the fact he hated Trump. And the devil's advocate wrote story after story on how great he is stepping out against Donald Trump. As soon as he stepped out with Landry, they go, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. I thought it was a good move for Psycho, actually. But I think, he, I think it was this thing with Trump. and all. It goes on CNN, the Clown News Network, the Crazy News Network. That's what he goes on. And, man, it hits all over the place. So he still got his credentials of being anti-Trump when he was pro-Trump. Now he's anti-Trump, and he's really anti-Trump. And you know what's sad? If Psycho Bill had to run against Donald Trump in this state right now, he'd get blowed out. <laughs> if he had a Republican primary with Psycho Bill, let me ask you a question. There's a Republican convention this week, Brandon, right here at the Cajun Dome, Louisiana Republican Convention. And uh, if, I wonder why Psycho Bill, you know, he didn't get asked to come. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I wonder why. But if they had this convention, and it was nothing but Republicans, and Donald Trump spoke and Psycho Bill spoke and they had to vote. Who do you think would get the big vote? And Bill Cassidy would be booed out of Dodge. Well, out of Lafayette in this case. And, and Trump, Trump's, Trump's got the highest approval numbers of any politician in the state of Louisiana. He just does. People know everything that's been done to Trump. 99% of the stuff been done to Trump is illegal and moral and everything else. I still don't know why some of these Republicans don't go after the Democrats. I don't know why Psycho Bill never goes after Biden. Never went after the legendary Satan himself, Obama. Never goes after these people. You know? Uh, That's why I'm wondering about some of these governor's candidates. I mean, they go after the Republicans. Wag and Schroeder. And you say Landry because he ran ahead too. They've never talked about how bad this governor is. They never talked about their bad direction the state's in. 
they only beat up on themselves. I just find that, you know, just, just amazing. Want to change the state. The people that caused the problem, we never challenged. You ever, Brandon, years ago, this is eight years ago, and I'm going to say 12 years ago, everybody ran against the Good Old Boy Network. Everybody. Everything was anti-Good Old Boy Network. Nobody says a word about it now except me. Nobody. I'm talking about nobody. And I I find that interesting. By the way, we're going to see if Washington does what they say they're going to do. Congress barrels towards shutdown as Freedom Caucus opposes stopgap spending bill. Brandon, you want to take a bet that the Republicans give in again? You want to take a, you want to take a bet that the Republicans not only give in, we spend way more, more to, uh, money than we have? This, this, we do these stopgap measures, and we do stuff for six months in a year, and when we come back, I don't know why we arguing about re- whether we're going to spend a lot more money or not or run up more debt, because we are. This is amazing in Washington, this little game they play. Well, we got a Freedom Caucus released a statement on Monday. It poses any stopgap spending bill that does not have border security measures address the weaponization of the government and the left's woke policies in the military. Then when they get close, the Republicans always get blamed. And they're also the ones that always give in. And so we got this going on in Washington. I think it's a joke. Every time they bring up well, we might shut the budget down. Man, they might have to shut the government down. We never shut the government down. We never shut the agency. We don't. We just give in. And then we print some more money. We sell some more debt. We run up more debt. We run up more inflation. So, and look, I'm all for the Freedom Caucus. But they're going to have to learn that it's okay if everybody in America hates you and it's okay for you to lose. We're losing anyway. CBO director, inflation of past couple of years, which everybody's been hit by, resulted from what? Spending. The Republican Party ought to stay enough is enough. Let the Democrats go out there, folks. What they're doing to this state and this country is running it. With these illegals, they're running it. So, it's uh, it's a mess. CBO says... All, and folks, let me ask you a question. If we got high inflation because of spending and you keep spending, do you think that means you're going to get higher inflation? I mean, if spending and printing money and debt is going to cause all this inflation to skyrocket and you continue to doing that, what's going to be the results? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. So if we're going to do the same thing, why do we even talk about it? Why are they even killing newspapers to write about this? I mean, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to give in. And when we give in, we're going to do the same thing. They have the same results. And the average person, there's so many middle-class people here, we're the ones going to be hurt by ineptness. And people that just don't really give a damn about your house and your household. So there it is. Congress, shut down. That'll be a shutdown. You want them to shut down? You dang right. I want to quit spending money. And if quit spending money means they shut down, let's go for it now. Let's get this over with now. Don't forget, put your mask on, folks. It's hot out there. We'll be right back.
When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cat that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Hey, my friends at J&J Exterminator. You know, they... They're the largest independent exterminator in the state. And look, they handle big business, big buildings. They handle commercial, as you know, but they handle the residential. They do it all. And they're located in so many places. You can call a J&J exterminator wherever you live, and they can service you in Louisiana. Bobby John and them have been doing this, Lord have mercy, folks, for a long, long, long time, and they want to service you. Bobby tells me all the time, if you hear somebody's got a problem, you tell them to call me, and I will. He'll help you work out whatever you need. Any kind of bugs, pets, roaches, it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, I got a, I got one of those deals, Brandon, where I did a, a termite inspection, but it came stick to deal in the concrete and all that stuff. And then I get guaranteed so many years of service. That's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. They price right, they're good people, and they take pride in being a great Louisiana business. I'm just telling you, J&J Exterminator, you don't want to miss them. By the way, I don't know if y'all saw this or not. Uh the health department spent millions on Medicaid for people not Louisiana. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna make a comment. I've been told this by insiders before. If they ever, ever audit Medicaid and they ever audit every penny where it goes, there's gonna be a lot of people go to jail. This is how they this money gets funneled here and there and other places. And this is under the legendary bell who cost this state. They tell me, look, every time they do an audit with the Medicaid program, something goes bad. Nobody wants to touch it or go after it. The feds are not going to go after it. 
I mean, Medicaid expansion was a part of Obamacare, which is still the dumbest thing, one of the dumbest things we ever did. It was all designed for them to own us. And so uh, in in the health department, one case, $102,000 LDH, one case, spent $102,000 with a New York driver's license who received no medical care. That sounds like a well-run department by old Bell. Bell shouldn't be able to get out of here. Somebody ought to look into that. Really, I'm, I'm just telling you from my inside sources, it is a gigantic problem, and it's a good way to funnel money. The payments made September 2016 through February this year violated state policy. To receive Medicaid coverage in Louisiana, a person must be Louisiana resident. So they're finding this money flying out of here. Millions on Medicaid for people not in Louisiana. They cannot give us back our tax cuts. They can't. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that when I see stories are like this, okay, it's way worse than we know. The audit found that the incorrect payments largely per member, per month payments made to so-called managed care entities. Health department were reimbursing health care providers for treating patients enrolled in Medicaid through the state of Louisiana who were not living in the state at the time. Some cases, auditors found that Medicaid beneficiaries had been auto-enrolled in Medicaid because they were supplemental security income recipients and had qualified for other Medicaid programs. Some cases, there were little or no record of contact made with the Medicaid beneficiaries indicating they might not even know they were enrolled in Medicaid. Stephen Russo, Health, uh, Health Department Secretary. I wonder if he wants to run for governor. Hell, <laughs> you got to ride. A guy running Medicaid in the ground, he can run for governor. Hell, you got one that can't build roads and got potholes everywhere. They got potholes everywhere. They they running for governor. Okay, I got you. Uh, it's becoming harder for the department to kick violators off of Medicaid roads during the COVID pandemic when the feds change the rules to ensure continued cover for low-income residents. It's always an excuse. But I had got this a while back. I mean, for years now, with Bell running the Medicaid program. If somebody, you know, you almost wish somebody like the attorney general's office could go in there and let them audit it. No, I'm serious with you. It's okay to have a state auditor to go in and do it, but how about somebody that could really, really get in there and audit this? And I'm sure it's very complicated. I'm not arguing with that. But it seems like every time we look up, every time we check it out, dealing with Medicaid, who Bella was, and the media said it's created 20,000 jobs. I'm telling you, folks, putting people on Medicaid in the big picture is not good. It's, 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 it's causing people to depend on the government to make their living. And, and, and it's, it's a shame. It really is a shame, but that's what it does. It's telling people, look, you can't make it on your own. Let us do it for you. And then once they get dependent, they figure, what the heck? This is a nice life. I ain't got to pay for my medical. By the way, folks, in case you're interested, I'm only paying... I'll get the word in October, my new uh, health care premium. But I'm paying right under $2,700 a month. 
And I don't care what you say for a small business, that's a punch in the mouth and a punch in the gut. Before Obamacare, we was paying about 600 a month, four, five, 600 a month. And the legendary Satan's brother came along. And uh, it's been going up, and for most people, it's outrageous. This is get, you know, I, I'm going to start saying, Brandon, I got to make a choice. I either got to pay for my medical or I got to eat dog food. <laughs> that's what they told us. I got to decide, folks. Get rid of my medical, and then I have plenty enough money to buy dog food to eat. That's why this whole thing is screwed up. But Medicaid expansion had everything to do with Obamacare. That's all it was. And I'll be honest with you, I've talked to so many people, they, they cannot stand. Yeah, somebody's writing hospitals can't survive on Medicaid. No, they can't. But Medicare is in trouble, too. It's in big trouble. Big trouble. And uh, nobody wants to talk about that either. Yeah, the, the, I remember Edwards and him saying it created, according to some reports, something that came out of LSU, it's created 19,000 jobs with all these people on Medicaid. It was a lie. It was a lie from hell. But Edwards can say anything he wants because the devil's advocate will repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Remember the $2 billion budget deficit we have? We never had a $2 billion budget deficit. Of course, I, I, even when they were counting cases for COVID, I busted them in a lie, had them dead meat. Nobody helped me, nobody in the media, no elected officials. Nobody helped me. And we busted them down with the help of a lot of people in Homeland Security around the state. There were cases never added up. To, right, they never added up. The cases of COVID, never, they never had enough names to get close with the cases of COVID. We had them, but I had nobody to help me in that. I was all along buck naked. Never mind. I just ran away my, I ran away every list that I had. Did I, well, I felt like that. I felt like I was standing out there on, on top of the road over there, on top of a tree, buck naked, nobody to help me. And I was right. And Edwards changed the policy. We're not going to be sending out these uh, cases anymore. Why? And so the advocate, what did they do? No, the, the, uh, the auditor went out there half, you know what, and came back. No, no, there's nothing wrong with this. And they bailed him out. We had him. We had him. These, these people were talking behind the scene. I even had some on the program telling us, well, we get, they tell him we got 100 cases, but we only got 40 names. That ain't right. Nobody busted him. They wanted old Bell to survive. Nobody would shake Snyder, Paige Cortez. None of them stood up. But, of course, Cortez has never stood up, except to help his buddy Joe Robodeau make a lot of money. And they expand gambling. He has done that. Hey, by the way, folks, I just want to mention – uh, my good friends at Matthew James, I know I'm, I'm trying to get uh, John Blanchard back on, but look, if you're looking for somebody to help you with your retirement, your retirement plans, and invest money, you need to talk to John Blanchard at Matthew James. MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Hey, he talks about retirement. He understands the tax code. People go to retire and they go, well, you know, I got X amount of dollars, but hold up, how much more is going to be taxed? What do you mean? Talk to John Blanchard. Find out what I mean. You're getting ready to retire, or maybe you plan on retiring 30 years. You want to look at the tax structure. They change it all the time. You want to know what you're going to have to pay in taxes because it's what you keep, not what you make. John Blanchett, MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Well, anyway, there it is. Medicaid, more problems. I just wish somebody would really go investigate Medicaid and investigate where every dollar went. I bet we'd be shocked at what's really been done with Medicaid. All right, we got to take a break. It's only for a little while. 
Actually, some of you people will be leaving us. The rest of you stick around. MoonGraffon.com and listen live. Don't go nowhere. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A Labor Day speech, C.J. Papa, Fox News, President Biden honoring the American worker earlier today in Philadelphia. Folks, in this Labor Day, let me tell you what we're celebrating. We're celebrating jobs, good paying jobs. Jobs you can raise the family on, union jobs. Pyramid Police Department Officer Brian Boren describing the situation in his town uh, just south of the flooded Burning Man Festival in Nevada. It's just a lot of vehicles trying to move, trying to get back in the town here. Uh, Fox's Tony J. Powers has more. Burning Man event organizers say they expect a lot of people who were stranded there by rain over the weekend to leave today, even before tonight's burning of a wooden man-like figure that marks the culmination of the nine-day event. Event. It was initially supposed to happen on Saturday and has been postponed twice. More than half an inch to an inch of rain fell on the festival site in the Nevada desert on Friday, followed by more on Saturday and Sunday, causing organizers to close roads to vehicles after a death was reported. That's Fox's Tony J. Powers reporting. No rest for the weary in the Big Bend in Florida, slammed by Hurricane Idalia last week. The work is cut out for those people here on Cedar Key on this Labor Day. A lot to do after nearly seven feet of storm surge devastated this area. And as you drive on to Cedar Key, you can still sort of see uh, the evidence of that storm surge, all the debris lining the roadways there. But looking around, I mean, you see furniture, you see appliances uh, that are just completely destroyed. We still see several counties that are without power. We know the Florida National Guard is still out in many of those counties delivering goods, uh, finding people who are still in need to make sure that they have the resources to really get that process going. Fox Weather's Nicole Valdez in Cedar Keys. AAA reports a gallon of regular remains at 381 overnight. Diesel checks in at 454 a gallon. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Think identity theft won't happen to you? Think again. 
There's a new victim every three seconds in the U.S., over 15 million this year alone, and many don't even know they're victims. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss, even when you monitor your credit. If your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Well, there's a new survey revealing how Americans would vote for a potential rematch from the 2020 presidential election. Fox's Doug Luzader has the results. If 2024 winds up being a 2020 rematch, it does not get much closer than this. This is from a Wall Street Journal poll asking registered voters about a Trump-Biden contest, and it is a 46-46 split. You dive a little deeper into the GOP battle for the nomination, Donald Trump has widened his lead in this poll, now with a commanding 59%. That is a 46-point gap between Trump and his closest competitor, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The long August recess ends this week for the U.S. Senate. Priority one for lawmakers is keeping the government open and increasingly the likelihood appears to be using a short-term continuing resolution. Current funding expires at the end of this month, giving Congress only a few weeks to prevent a government shutdown. President Biden is asking Congress to also approve supplemental funding for FEMA, the border, and Ukraine assistance. A block of House conservatives are threatening to withhold support for any deal that doesn't cut spending beyond budget caps negotiated earlier this year at the White House. Jared Halpern, Fox News. President Biden will travel to the G20 summit in India this week. We'll sit down with the leaders of the 19 countries and the European Union to discuss major issues related to the global economy. Richmond, Virginia could break a record that's nearly 100 years old. Today, the uh, temperature in the capital expected to reach 97, beating the record of 95, set in 1925. It's been a very challenging weather year for sure, and we all have to kind of watch what we're doing and try to work on this together. More problems at a music festival in New York City, the Electric Zoo Festival reaching its crowd limit Sunday night due to unforeseen circumstances leading to some fans storming the gates. The organizers say anyone denied entry will receive a full refund. The festival canceled its first day last Friday. They didn't finish their stage on time. I'm CJ Papa. This is Fox News. Court-appointed special advocates, or CASA, are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in. For all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on the Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. <laughs>
listening to the best of the Noon Buffon Show. Hey, hello, welcome back, Noon Buffon Show. Great to have you with us, 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Hey, folks, real quick before I get to my friend Bernie Pinson at, we talk a little bit, little bit of polling that's going on and how they, they come up with some of the stuff they do and get his take on it because he's been a professional pollster for a long time, most of his life. I do want to mention J&J Exterminator. You know, they're the, they, they, they take care of everybody, commercial businesses. They take care of your home. They can get you taken care of. Well, you don't have to worry about them pests. You better have somebody that can come look for termites and, and get rid of those pests, and they're the ones to do it. They really do a wonderful job. They're most, the biggest independent, biggest independent exterminating company in the state of Louisiana, and they, can, they are in your area. You can go to their website, go to J&J, just Google it, pull it up, and they will let you know what they can do for you. And they've got, really got a great team, a great service, over 500 employees. They've been in it, they're like most people. They expanded in Texas now. There's a couple locations in Texas uh, just west of Shreveport. So J&J exterminated, not only in Louisiana, expanded in Texas, but, hey, I trust them. I've been knowing Bobby John and them for 20-something years. These are the real people, and they want to make sure you're a satisfied customer. That's what they aim for, to make sure they're taking care of you. J&J exterminated. Let's jump gears. Mr. Bernie Pinsonat joins us. Bernie, how you doing? Good morning, man. It is great to have you have you with us today, Bernie. As we we go through that time of year, Bernie, where it's election season, and uh, uh, you know, just your thoughts. Let's do this first because I want to get into some 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 polling that just happened about where the state's headed, and and uh, and then they had a poll that had Edwards. Every poll I saw is thirty nine to forty two. The advocate to the rescue puts him at 54. Before I get to all that, uh, just go over what you think about the governor's race so far. Has it been boring? Is it going to pick up? Is it not Labor Day? Uh, Just your thoughts on it and what you see right now. Well, you got to start with uh, why Jeff's ahead, why he's doing so well. Um, He's run, I guess you'd say he has a juggernaut of a campaign. Uh, He came out with uh, critical endorsements by key people, uh, congressmen, former congressmen, money people, uh, money people in New Orleans, money people in Baton Rouge, money people all over the state. Uh, Then he uh, follows that up with the Republican Party of Louisiana. Uh, He's got DAs, he's got sheriffs, he's got uh, individuals, he's got Local Republican, they call them RPACs and uh, East Baton Rouge Parish Republican uh, endorsed him. I think he got, I think it's being announced, Livingston. So, and then he comes up with uh, Cassidy. So every week or two weeks, he's got some new momentum builder keeping his campaign in the news, but also the... uh, the endorsements or telling people that that a lot of people like him, a lot of people trust him, a lot of people think he'll be make a great governor, and that's his campaign. And it's it's the the poll results is nothing but a reflection of of his campaign and how well he put it together and how well it's functioning and how well it it, it has taken what it's worked to get and converted that into uh, substantial poll numbers. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the rest of them have spent 
most of them have spent a million dollars at least. And if you look at the surveys, uh, less than half the people know them. Mm-hmm. So they can complain about uh, Jeff all they want, but their campaigns are anemic, pathetic, bad, whatever you want to say. They had the same opportunities. They didn't pull it off. He did. Uh, they're they're okay people, but to sit around and say that Jeff's an insider because he got uh, he got every basically every important endorsement in Louisiana, and to say he's an he's a insider because of that is ludicrous. And yeah, I just don't see that working. I think the people are very comfortable with Jeff right now with what he's put together and the people that are surrounding him. Remember, his campaign uh, has put together, again, a large number of influential groups, people, whatever else, and they've said, we like Jeff. We think he should be governor. Well, that's why he's doing so well. It's not so much Jeff is out there telling us what he's going to do and all those. These people say, whatever, whatever needs to be done, we think Jeff's the guy. And that's all this... His campaign has been able to convince people Jeff is the right person to face the challenges the ch- challenges that Louisiana faces. Just pure and simple. His campaign is brilliant. I could I could go and find a hundred adjectives and it would all say the same thing. His campaign is well structured. It was put together. It's put together a lot of effort, and it is it has produced results. Their campaigns have basically produced zero results yeah. or minor, minor, minor results. Let me ask you a question. How much you you know? I'm gonna say this. You may not want to answer, but I'm gonna ask you. How much will a John George's devil advocate play in it? Because you know they're not gonna sit back. They'll say stuff, make up stuff, uh, pound. Uh, they hate Jeff. Uh, Will that play in anything? Do they have that kind of pull? Because it looks like they helped uh, Bell Edwards and they helped him for eight years, never challenged him on anything that should have been challenged on. I'm just kind of curious your thoughts of, 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 okay, the reason I'm bringing that up is will they change the dynamics of the race or will a candidate have to change the dynamics of the race? Well, again, newspapers are supposed to enlighten people about facts or or incidents or or positions a candidate takes and their job is to report those and uh, let let it the chips fall where they may as we say so the the as it stands today with what's happened and what's available and what everybody's talking about they can run a bu- bunch of editorials they can, they can do nitpicking stories, but you know, there's too much, there's too much positive out there, going against what they're saying. You can't sit there and say that, that congressman and a senator and a party and local parties and local political individuals and all those people. Jeff's not out there by himself. He's out there with a lot of, uh, a lot of support. So you've got to, you've got to, what the paper, the paper can do that, but I don't see why would, why would make any difference if the paper has something that's, that is a revelation that people would be 
would uh, lose support, Jeff will leave support for something that he's done. We're talking about another story, but just but just being against him because you don't like his philosophy. The average person doesn't care, care about that. You look at Louisiana, the average person doesn't care about MSNBC in Louisiana, the majority. They don't care about CBS, NBC. They rail against Trump every day. Has yeah. Trump lost any support in Louisiana? No. 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 Not at all. Good point. Bernie Pinsonat, who's uh, been a, a poster for a long, long time, and uh, Bernie's still involved. And uh, Bernie, the, the, I saw a poll the other day, and you know I've had it with this governor, me personally. And uh, But my question to you is, every poll I've seen had Edwards 39, 42, low 40s at, on a good day. And so you see a poll that's run by the devil's advocate. It was Ron Fauché's poll. Let's just be blunt. And got Edwards at 54. And I, I made the prediction they would come out with a poll that would show him this. I knew they were going to do something. But your thoughts on that, because that's kind of an outlier poll. Am I wrong by saying well, it's a big-time yeah. outlier poll? Because you saw the poll that was run. It said 24% of the people I, think we I, headed in the right direction. I ran one uh, with, with, uh, with Greg Ringmer in New Orleans, and we – we did a, a mood of Louisiana after the legislative session and other stuff. And one of the things that came out of it, and it's shown in other polls, that Louisiana, uh, the vast majority of Louisiana voters are are uh, not pleased with the direction of the state. The, the poll, I was in 24% of Louisiana. Only 24% of Louisiana thought Louisiana was heading in the right direction. What was it, 70% of the, the, the uh, electorate gave the legislature DNF? There was nothing in that poll that was good. Now, we didn't, we didn't poll the governor. He's going out. But one of the things I do know that's interesting, that, that poll didn't have anything about maybe it did, but they didn't produce it. But how could you not? How could you do a poll and not ask about conditions in Louisiana, or what do you think about this? So it's very. It would be very. Let's put it this way. It would be very unusual, based on the surveys I've seen. People aren't happy with the direction of Louisiana. People aren't happy with the direction of uh, the country. People aren't happy with whatever. So does does is Biden sitting there at fifty five percent? No. He said that 39% or whatever he is. If people are unhappy with what's going on, the person who is ultimately in charge, generally, and this is just common sense, generally is not going to be popular. That's, He's in charge. If people, you, you can't sit there and say, everybody's unhappy, but they really like John Bell Edwards. Well, that's a pretty good stretch. I don't, I've never seen that, or it's very unusual. So I don't know uh, one of the things that was, I do know that polls are showing people unhappy with the direction. Now, if he's able to avoid that, he would be rare. Yeah. yeah hold, hold your thought, Bernie. Bernie Pinsonette would come back and do another segment with Bernie Pinsonette. A little bit on polling, what's going on. I just wanted to bring on a pro that absolutely understands what he's reading instead of just throwing numbers out there. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graphone Show.
think of the Cole Spellman group. I think of expertise. I think of people being relieved when they got to sell your home. When you have to sell a home, or you're trying to buy a home, it's not nice to have a person that you can grab or a company that you can grab and say, hey, help me do this. I need the stress taken off. I got life to live. This company's out of Baton Rouge, but let's say you live in a place like Monroe. Man, they can help you in Monroe or anywhere in the great state of Louisiana. That's what's unique about the company, and hardly anybody does what they do. They reach the whole state so they can help you sell your home anywhere. You know, when you look at Nicole Spellman Group, they have a system of selling houses. They got a system that creates more demand. And what does that do? It results more multiple offer situations. And by the way, that helps you get more money to closing faster than the average agent. That's pretty awesome. That's what Nicole Spellman Group is all about. Anywhere in the state of Louisiana, they can service you. They can help you. They can take the pressure off of you to sell at home and get top dollar. NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. I'm telling you, when you go to them, you're going to go, wow, I'm so glad I heard about them. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us, an eighth-generation Louisianan, LSU Tiger, wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Bernie Pinsonat, my special guest. You know, Bernie, you were, you were talking about how if 24% believe you're headed in the right direction, how does a governor get to 54 when you know in our state everything's tied to the governor? And, you know, I just think that was a show, Paul. I predicted they would do that. Uh... You know, people are disappointed, and I'm hoping and praying that we're going to elect the right governor and hoping and praying we'll elect the right senators and representatives because they become important, too, real important. Well, the last crowd goes out as probably the most unpopular legislature uh, that we've we've seen in 30 years. Um, those the, the numbers were incredibly bad. Uh, the way they handled the budget, the Pelosi-style uh, government that the Republicans enacted, by the way. People say, I'm not critical of Republicans. Give me a break. I, I, I kick Republicans' butts as much as I kiss anybody. But So we had Republicans who decided to emulate Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're part of the last legislature... And you don't get what I'm saying, then you really shouldn't have been elected to start with. You copied, emulated, and caused a budget to be uh, passed without anybody being able to find out what was in it. And now that we're finding out what's in it, I'm not surprised. We'll find out that 70-plus percent of it is a waste of money. All of it is junk. 
Same thing we've been doing forever. So, um, bottom line is, uh, why would people think the state's going in the right direction? By the way, I did see an interview with uh, with Edwards saying he didn't disagree with the poll results. Only twenty four percent of the state. Uh, he thought it, it, his quote was, "It is what it is." So, if the state is doing that poorly, and and you have some type of leadership, uh, how would you not be affected? That's the only quizzical thing I thought about it. And then, of course, the thing about Trump, him being more popular than Trump, will go down as maybe the one of the silliest statements in the history of polling. Donald Trump. Whether you, whether you like him or not, I don't know if anyone in Louisiana doesn't think that that the popularity of Donald Trump is mind-boggling. He sets, he sets every time he, he runs. He got more votes the first time he won than Edwards and Vitter got. He got more votes than Eddie. If you took them, I think if you combined them. There was more, it was more votes so, than they were combined. That's, that's how you say it. That's exactly yeah. right, Bernie. Yeah, and you might—you you, you literally could take two governor's races. So to say that he's more popular without, you know, that's kind of, to, to say the least, that's uh, yeah, but silly. That was, but, that was done on purpose, Bernie, uh, because now the media will keep repeating he's at 54%. And uh, that, that doesn't make any sense, like you said. Well, it, well... It, I don't think the public cares if you're if you're involved in campaigns right now, and you're polling local elections, mm -hmm. and you have that race in it. There's no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not interested in attacking him because of polls. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, if you're polling and you're involved in a lot of local, a lot of House and Senate races, if you have, I'll tell you this much. I don't know of any candidates running an ad saying. Governor Edwards endorsed me. <laughs> now they're running a hell, a they're running a hell of a lot of ads. That's a great point. They're running a hell of a lot of ads across Louisiana saying, "I'm a Donald Trump disciple. Yeah. I'm a Donald Trump whatever." Yep. Uh, that's I mean, a great it's point. Donald Trump. Donald Trump dominates Louisiana. Yeah, that, that is in a, every aspect, political. Yeah, that, that's a great point, and I think if Edwards ran against Trump in our state, he'd get waxed. So, look, I just wanted you to make the point of what you just made. That is no way that that many people believe we headed in the wrong direction. And all of a sudden, look up at the guy that's been leading us for the last eight years because they can't give us one accomplishment, not one, that we've gotten better in. Not one, Bernie. And that's sad because we got so many good people here. Bernie, i got about 30 seconds left. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think we covered the, the old waterfront. Uh, like I said, one of the things they didn't have in that poll, which was surprising, why didn't you have the public's opinion about state government and how it's doing? Do they think it's, are they proud of it? Are they, they uh, think it's failing them? I mean, that's just a standard question in any statewide poll on the governor's race or any of any kind of political matters that you're trying to gauge. You got to start with, are people happy with their government? Yeah. And point. I didn't see that question. Good point. Bernie Pence. Bernie, we'll do it again soon. God bless. Thank you. Later. All right, when we Bye. get back, Tim Metcalf, Prejeans, and Dino's, we'll tell him what we got because when he got here, there was nothing else for him to look at. We'll be right back.
I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for attorney general. 70% of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20%. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. When the power goes This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Hey, my friends at J&J Exterminator. You know, they're the largest independent exterminator in the state. And look, they handle big business Big buildings, they handle commercial, as you know, but they handle the residential. They do it all. And they're located in so many places. You can call a J&J exterminator wherever you live, and they can service you in Louisiana. Bobby John and them have been doing this, Lord have mercy, folks, for a long, long, long time, and they want to service you. Bobby tells me all the time, if you hear somebody's got a problem, you tell them to call me, and I will. He'll help you work out whatever you need. Any kind of bugs, pets, roaches, it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, I got a, I got one of those deals, Brandon, where I did a, a termite inspection. 
but it came stick to deal in the concrete and all that stuff. And then I get guaranteed so many years of service. That's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. They price right, they're good people, and they take pride in being a great Louisiana business. I'm just telling you, J&J Exterminator, you don't want to miss them. By the way, I don't know if y'all saw this or not. Uh, the health department spent millions on Medicaid for people not Louisiana. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to make a comment. I've been told this by insiders before. If they ever, ever audit Medicaid, and they ever audit every penny where it goes, there's going to be a lot of people go to jail. This is how they, this money gets funneled here and there. And, other, and this is under the legendary bell who cost this state. They tell me, look, every time they do an audit with the Medicaid program, something goes bad. Nobody wants to touch it or go after it. The feds are not going to go after it. I mean, Medicaid expansion was a part of Obamacare, which is still the dumbest thing, one of the dumbest things we ever did. It was all designed for them to own us. And so, uh, in, in the health department, one case, $102,000 LDH, one case, spent $102,000 with a New York driver's license and received no medical care. That sounds like a well-run department by old Bell. Bell shouldn't be able to get out of here. Somebody ought to look into that. Really, I'm, I'm just telling you from my inside sources, it is a gigantic problem, and it's a good way to funnel money. The payments made September 2016 through February this year violated state policy. To receive Medicaid coverage in Louisiana, a person must be Louisiana resident. So they're finding this money flying out of here. Millions on Medicaid for people not in Louisiana. They cannot give us back our tax cuts. They can't. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that when I see stories are like this, okay, it's way worse than we know. The audit found that the incorrect payments largely per member, per month payments made to so-called managed care entities. Health department were reimbursing health care providers for treating patients and road Medicaid through the state of Louisiana were not living in the state at the time. Some cases, auditors found that Medicaid beneficiaries had been auto-enrolled in Medicaid because they were supplemental security income recipients and had qualified for other Medicaid programs. Some cases, there were little or no record of contact made with the Medicaid beneficiaries indicating they might not even know they were enrolled in Medicaid. Stephen Russo, health, uh, health department secretary. I wonder if he wants to run for governor. Hell, <laughs> you got to ride. A guy running Medicaid in the ground, he can run for governor. Hell, you got one that can't build roads and got potholes everywhere. They got potholes everywhere. They, they running for governor. Okay, I got you. Uh, it's becoming harder for the department to kick violators off of Medicaid roads during the COVID pandemic when the feds change the rules to ensure continued cover for low-income residents. It's always an excuse. But I had got this a while back, I mean, for years now, with Bell running the Medicaid program. If somebody, you know, you almost wish somebody like the Attorney General's office could go in there and let them audit it. I'm serious with you. It's okay to have a state auditor to go in and do it, 
But how about somebody that could really, really get in and audit this? And I'm sure it's very complicated. I'm not arguing with that. But it seems like every time we look up, every time we check it out, dealing with Medicaid, who Bella was, and the media said it's created 20,000 jobs. I'm telling you, folks, putting people on Medicaid in the big picture is not good. It's, 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 it's causing people to depend on the government to make their living. And, and, and it's, it's a shame. It really is a shame, but that's what it does. It's telling people, look, you can't make it on your own. Let us do it for you. And then once they get dependent, they figure, what the heck? This is a nice life. I ain't got to pay for my medical. By the way, folks, in case you're interested, I'm only paying. I'll get the word in October my new uh, health care premium. But I'm paying right under 2700 a month. And I don't care what you say for a small business. That's a punch in the mouth and a punch in the gut. Before Obamacare, we was paying about six hundred a month, four, five, six hundred a month. Then the legendary Satan's brother came along, and uh, it's been going up. And for most people, it's outrageous. This is get, you know, I, I'm gonna start saying, Brandon, I got to make a choice. I either got to pay for my medical, or I got to eat dog food. <laughs> That's what they told us. I got to decide, folks. Get rid of my medical. And then I have plenty enough money to buy dog food to eat. That's why this whole thing is screwed up. But Medicaid expansion had everything to do with Obamacare. That's all it was. And I'll be honest with you, I've talked to so many people, they, they cannot stand. Yeah, somebody's writing hospitals can't survive on Medicaid. No, they can't. But Medicare is in trouble too. It's in big trouble. Big trouble. And uh, nobody wants to talk about that either. Yeah, the, the, I remember Edwards and him saying it created, according to some reports, something that came out of LSU, it's created 19,000 jobs with all these people on Medicaid. It was a lie. It was a lie from hell. But Edwards can say anything he wants because the devil's advocate will repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Remember the $2 billion budget deficit we have? We never had a $2 billion budget deficit. Oh, it's not. Even when they were counting cases for COVID, I busted them in a lie, had them dead meat. Nobody helped me. Nobody in the media, no elected officials. Nobody helped me. And we busted them down with the help of a lot of people in Homeland Security around the state. There were cases never added up to, right? They never added up. The cases of COVID never, they never had enough names to get close with the cases of COVID. We had them, but I had nobody to help me in that. I was all along buck naked. Never mind. I just ran away my I ran away every list that I had, didn't I? I, I felt like that. I felt like I was standing out there on, on top of the road over there, on top of a tree, buck necking, nobody to help me. And I was right. And Edwards changed the policy. We're not going to be sending out these uh cases anymore. Why? And so the advocate, what did they do? No, the the uh the auditor went out there half, you know what, and came back. No, no, there's nothing wrong with this. And they bailed him out. We had him. We had him. These these people were talking behind the scene. I even had some on the program telling us, well, we get, they tell you we got 100 cases, but we only got 40 names. That ain't right. Nobody busted him. They wanted old Bell to survive. Nobody would shake Snyder, Paige Cortez. None of them stood up. But, of course, Cortez has never stood up, except to help his buddy Joe Robodeau make a lot of money. And they expand gambling. He has done that. Hey, by the way, folks, I just want to mention uh, my good friends at Matthew James. I know I'm, I'm trying to get uh, – 
John Blanchard back on. But look, if you're looking for somebody to help you with your retirement, your retirement plans, and invest money, you need to talk to John Blanchard at Matthew James. MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Hey, he talks about retirement. He understands the tax code. People go to retire and they go, well, you know, I got X amount of dollars, but hold up, how much more is going to be taxed? What do you mean? Talk to John Blanchard. Find out what I mean. If you're getting ready to retire or maybe you plan on retiring 30 years, you want to look at the tax structure. They change it all the time. You want to know what you're going to have to pay in taxes because it's what you keep, not what you make. John Blanchard, MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Well, anyway, there it is. Medicaid, more problems. I just wish somebody would really go investigate Medicaid and investigate where every dollar went. I bet we'd be shocked at what's really been done with Medicaid. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. Insurance companies. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Your opportunity to be a voice. Now, I got This is all I've been getting. Our lawyers, remember Tyler Bridges, Sam Carlin wrote the report 
uh, their goal is to be Landry. So their goal is to put out as much stuff as they possibly can. So they, they start doing things. You heard Stephanie Grace, how to beat up Landry. And the devil's advocate, and then here comes Tyler Bridges and Sam Call, and the, the twit, Bridges, that's what he is, a twit. Tweak stuff, and that's about all he does. Uh, I, w- I would my, my first advice would be to Jeff to be very careful. Be very careful. You know, I'm not going to make a determination on what kind of governor anybody's going to be till they become the governor. Okay, I can guess. You know, Bill Edwards is easy to guess. I knew it was going to be a horrible experience, and it has been. That's why he's got about a 39, 40% approval number. And I, my, my, just my only advice I'd give Jeff is be careful. I don't think the, ne- the next governor better come in here and change some things. And one of the things we got is tort reform. That if we got it, we've got to do something. I understand this politics, folks. I've been, I'm, I'm in my 31 year, first year of this. I understand endorsements and some people coming along if they think you're going to win. I do. In the article, it said uh, Jeff has received about $700,000 from the trial lawyers. I don't know, out of what, $15 million? I, 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 that's probably a pretty significant amount of, uh, of dollars. I'd be very careful with the trial lawyers. I know what they're trying to do in Senate race. They even admit in the, they admit in the article they think Landry going to win. You see, what happens in Louisiana, the good old boy network, trial lawyers are a big part of that. And business people are too. What they'll do is when they if they see a candidate they feel like is going to win, okay, they're going to suck up. <laughs> I'm putting it in my terms. They're going to suck up. They're going to come along because they want to be in the system where the money flows. Now, I think Stuart Little, very little Bishop, and Page, Blank Page Cortez, and all those people did a good job of spending every damn penny we got. I don't think anybody's going to have any money soon. So, I understand the system. I understand when pe- people think somebody's going to go look at Bell Edwards. I know Republicans and people that gave him money, which was a bad mistake. I'm telling you, you have to be careful who you associate yourself with. I'm just telling you, you do. You know, if I'm, if I'm on a radio station, my goal is not to beat up anybody or to work on any governor, but I've had to, every single one of them. Land, I, I, the, you know the least one I probably challenged, Brandon? Governor Blanco. She didn't say anything. She didn't, she didn't say anything. She didn't say anything for me to get mad at. I knew probably what she was going to do. But man, when you, when you, when, if you are a governor's candidate, you come on this program and you tell me all this stuff you're going to do, and Bobby Jindal and uh, uh, Bell Edwards was on here a time or two. You know, Mike Foster, all of them. Governor Blanco came on a few times. She's never said a whole lot. I'm not cutting them. She just didn't. You start coming and saying, we're going to change the state. We're going to change the state. We're going to change Louisiana. I want to see a change. If I see the same crap going on that always goes on Louisiana, I have no problem whatsoever from this microphone of calling you out. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're white. I can care less if you're black. I don't care. I care about the state, though. So you, you, know, you can't call people out until they do what they're they going to do or do go against what they said they were going to do. 
I, I, I know why people do this. You know? They do it because they want to be tied to the money. That's it. That's, the, the system has made people like money bags, Craig Romero. More on that after the 11 o'clock hour. You don't want to miss this. Letter to the editor in the Iberian. Really ripping the port. Ripping the port. We'll get to that in the third hour of the program. They asked Jeff. Jeff said he's been cultivating uh, everybody. He's been cultivating Republicans, Democrats, trial lawyers, business people. You know, you gotta, you gotta. I understand. Gotta get, you gotta get votes. Uh, Glenn Armitage, who, by the way, I ran into at the radio station one day, <laughs> and it was not pretty. Uh. Claimed he met the Ruth Chris Steakhouse with with uh, with Landry. Said he'd be friends to trial lawyers. When Jeff was asked about it, so I'd be friends to trial lawyers, friends to business, I'd be friends to everybody. Armentall, why why is Glenn Armentall any advocate even quoting on this? Right, I meet with all people all the time. I never I come here and go. But well, let me tell you what he said in the meeting. See, that's why I worry about that devil's advocate and the side they play and the stories they play. The, the, the divisive media in a state led by the devil's advocate. It's divisive. It stays divisive. You know? It's, uh, so you got basically... You got the trial lawyers and the business people, and they're all behind Landry. But I know this, the trial lawyers better not win. Because if the trial lawyers win, the state of Louisiana will lose. And Jeff will have to make that decision. But first of all, he's got to become governor. He's not governor yet. We don't know who's going to be governor at this point. You know, did, stories like this are written because they want to confuse people. They want confuse. Stephanie Grace already just let us know the job has to be to mess with people and mess with them bad. All I want, you know, it's sad. All I really want is the state to get out of this whole home, good old boy network system, last and everything. I mean, that's, that's, I want, I want what's best for our people. I don't care who the governor is if they do what's best for our people. You know, it's uh I'm just I'm just telling you, I want what's best for the people. They got a bunch of people in this political game of life that they don't care what's best for you and me. They want to know what's best for their pocketbooks. You don't believe me? Go throw a $5 bill in front of the, the Port of Iberia. Craig Romero, he'll run a 40-yard dash and 3-1 and catch that sucker. That's what I want. I want something different. I don't know what these, these so-called elected officials and people that want to be governor what they want. It's funny when they come on this program for the last 30 years, what they say they want, they didn't do. What they say they wanted to accomplish, they didn't accomplish. But they said they want to take the state in a certain direction. They didn't take the state in a certain direction. Everything stayed the same. And under Bell Edwards, for eight years, it's gotten way worse. We got wrong direction on steroids. 
federal money. So I just, uh, you know, sometimes you don't know how to make of something. I just, I shook my head when I first saw it, and I thought, okay, so what am I to do? Fast forward a year, Brandon. Fast forward a year. Jeff's the governor. I don't know if he'll be the governor. He's the governor. What did we do to change the state? What did we do toward changing the state? The trial lawyers even prosper anymore? I don't know. I can't make a judgment till it happens. I know how people are in Louisiana, though. They want to be to the person who, they want to be right by the person that wears the ring. And I don't care how left they are or right they are. They want to be by, I want Louisiana to win for everybody out there, black, white, male, female. You know, I don't care who you are. I just think different. I just think different. But if we, you know, trial lawyers bother me. I'm talking about the political ones, not my personal friends. I got a lot of them that are friends. They bother me, the political ones. They always have, and they always will. By the way, Glenn Armitage, the guy who told me that that was the best governor we ever seen. Since Glenn's telling stories when he met with him at Roos Chris, Armitage was the guy I got in a fight with in the front lobby a few weeks ago. Since he's telling stories, he didn't have one bit of information for a lawyer. He was weak on a great day. But if he wants to come in and debate how great Edwards is, let him pull up to the mic. Take a break. Be right back. I just thought about it. It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. 